0: hello everybody and welcome to connected knowledge from upland software on true story fm i'm pete wright today on the show we're taking on our namesake when you think about connected knowledge what does that mean for you over here we have a pretty specific definition and our guest today lives right in the middle of it stin matu is a product marketing manager in contact center productivity solutions right here at upland software He's worked in knowledge management and customer service roles for more than 20 years, so he knows a thing or two about optimizing the customer experience and increasing contact center agent productivity. And he has a real soft spot for systems delivering on the promise of connected knowledge. Stin, welcome to the show.
1: Hi, Pete. Thanks for having me.
0: I I love that we're finally, I mean, it's taken us a couple of episodes, but we're finally coming back around to explaining our namesake, Connected Knowledge. Let's talk a little bit about what we mean when we're talking about Connected Knowledge. What does that mean for you?
1: Well, Connected Knowledge is, um, it's kind of, I would say, a system of making sure that people have got exactly what they need exactly when they need it. So um, the, the concept it pretty much is around The knowledge sources that you would have available, because think about it, everyone needs knowledge in order to do their jobs. Right. Um, If there's something new that has come out, you need to know that information of how you're going to basically do a task or a new product that may be released. So having that information um, wherever it sits within uh, an organization is imperative. What's also key is how that knowledge is delivered, so the platforms in which people work every single day um, and how they're going to access that knowledge. So what the connected knowledge strategy is all about is making sure that we've got both knowledge coming in and going out in the right way so uh, the user has got the knowledge that they need at their fingertips in the moment.
0: Okay, so that's our ideal, but you've been doing this a long time. Those -hmm. of us who have been in information systems information architecture for a long time, there is baggage (laughs) behind us that we are bringing with us into this uh, aspirational connected knowledge. Systems architects weren't always thinking about making sure that systems could talk together uh, 25 years ago, right? We were, we, information was siloed. Let's, what, what are some of the things you're finding that you're having to overcome today um, in, in bringing together this vision of truly connected knowledge?
1: Well, I think that that comes down to to each organization and how they work. Um, Essentially, there's always a nervousness to say that, right, should we connect all of our sources in one place? And how are we going to do that? Now, first and foremost, what I've got what I've got to say, especially for the contact center um, workers, so any agent that has ever worked um, in a contact center, I've i I've done it myself. I've worked in contact center operations, both as someone who's picked up the headset and answered calls to customers and in leadership roles as well. Now, the, the job that they have, we've got to salute um, contact center workers and agents have got one of the most difficult jobs in the world. Right. Think about it. We've all of us at some point or another will contact a, uh, a service desk or a, uh, a customer service center for any kind of problem that we've got. So what you've got to think about is there's some real superheroes sitting in those seats that call after call um, throughout a shift. So let's just say it's an eight hour shift and they're tasked with four minutes of call to, to go and serve a customer in the best way possible uh, to make sure that you can get the right outcomes. Now, in order to do that, you've got to give them the right information. You've got to reduce the cognitive load on a an, an agent in order for them to give that service. Now, if you're not doing that in a way that is 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 easy to them, and they're having to click from screen to screen to go and find the information, or they don't know where that information, where they last saw it, and where it lives, then what they're doing is they're adding on that valuable time in an interaction um, that then could impact the the, the brand um for, for the company as well so your mps scores can quite easily go down if you've got hundreds of customers sitting on a call waiting for an answer so uh, there's been research that's been done and an average of 68 percent of the time on a complex call is looking for content so it's imperative that that companies start to look at right we've got Having knowledge management first and foremost, if you've got that, you've you've built the foundation, you've you've got the starting point. But it doesn't end there. The next section of that is okay, how are we gonna get the knowledge from where it sits and how are we gonna deliver it to the agents? So I've worked in, uh, in organizations where they don't want to share knowledge in that kind of way. Um, and this is going back years.
0: Yeah, why would that be? Why, why would that be? Can you give us, can you paint us a story of why there would be nervousness to connect those sorts of systems together? Seems like there's only upside.
1: Yeah, it's, what you've got to understand is, can you trust the knowledge that's sitting in all of those repositories? Right, So that's that's where the nervousness comes. So it could be something that is a legacy um, article that's sitting within a system. And if you've got that searchable, then obviously there's the potential that um, that knowledge may be out of date. Now, in order to overcome that, there's best practice advice that we give. Um, and in, in Right Answers itself, one of the things that we do with all of our integrations is if we're going to a repository of knowledge, we've got an option for the agent to either read the content that is there and use that. Obviously, they can do that. But we also recommend is to bring that knowledge into the native knowledge base. So if you have got something which is a repository that you found is an unsupported uh, repository of content, then the best thing to do would be to bring that in at the time of use. Now, the, the principle of doing that is well some people would say that you should do that anyway you should do if you've got a new knowledge management system right let's just do a lift and shift of all the content right it's time consuming um one of the organizations that I've worked for previously we did exactly that and it took us 6 months to go and cleanse around 4000 articles to put them in so that's time and effort that was used um to get all of the content over The other part of that problem is the content that you may be bringing over you don't know if it's actually of use. Well, and that, that's the question. Like when
0: you're talking about cleansing those articles, you're not talking specifically about validating the content in those articles.
1: Exactly, exactly. So if you brought over those 4,000 articles and you've put them into the system, but once it starts to get used, and obviously with Right Answers, we've got the, the means to look at the metrics with the articles that you've got within the system, you then start to find that, right, out of that, say if there's thirty percent that have not been used and in, in a year and you 've spent all of that time bringing that content in, then has that been an effective use of time so that thirty percent could have been used in in other ways by the teams that have been going through and trying to do that lift and shift so the, the approach that we have um and obviously the best practice advice that i would always give is right if you have got multiple repositories of content then it is still worth basically linking them up into um in, into your system so g- having an integration to pull that information in um and with right Answers, you're bringing it into one screen anyway so it's easier for the agent to find and as something is getting used You you put the best practice advice into all of your agents that if this has been useful, then what you're going to do is you're going to send that off um, just by the click of a button into our authoring tool where an author would then be able to turn that into an article which can then live in the native knowledge base and can be improved um, over time, and obviously the usage will be tracked. Obviously, the the usage in each one of the repositories that would be connected uh, through Right answers there are reporting metrics where you can take a look at what has been viewed. Um, so there's multiple ways of skinning that particular cat. Um, not that I can condone skinning cats. I think that that's very, very wrong.
0: This show does not stand by skinning cats, for sure. exactly. Okay.
1: Right. So there's there's ways and means to basically overcome the problems of disparate knowledge um, and obviously make sure that over time there is that element of continuous improvement. You, you dropped the word integration. Of course, we need to
0: dive into integrations and the complexities that come with multi-vendor integrations and single source integrations. Talk to us a little bit about what you're a little more specifically about what you're talking about when you're when you speak of integrations.
1: Well, integrations, obviously, from one side is integrating into those platforms to pull the knowledge in. But when we talk about integrations, most people would actually think about a a native application that then has another application that is built into it um, to, to enhance productivity and obviously make the, the workflow a lot easier. So from our perspective, we've got um, out-of-the-box integrations for most of the leading CRMs and ITSM tools. So obviously in the business world, if we think about the powerhouses of Salesforce and service now in the ITSM world, We've got integrations where right answers can sit within those applications. Um, and obviously, as a as a call comes through and an agent is working on a particular case, they've got the knowledge at their fingertips while still being in the same screen. So they're not having to jump from screen to screen. So um, the integrations, obviously, it's a very, very simple concept. But the way that we think about it is we're now evolving how that works. So Typically, in 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 every application that has got some sort of integration, um, what you would do, you'd be able to attach, let's say, the the knowledge article to a particular case. So any any agent that comes into that particular case afterwards, if it's not been fully resolved, knows exactly what articles have been used, and they can pick up from that last point. Having that within a um, the native application obviously it has got massive massive value and that is that is the core of of what we're trying to achieve with these integrations is to make sure that the agent again we're trying to make the life of the agent easier because if the agent's life is easier then obviously you're going to get a better customer experience so having everything in one single view is always going to be more beneficial than that jumping around from screen to screen. I just want to amplify that because you
0: it's something that we've talked about multiple times on this show from a different perspective. And anyone who hasn't listened to our first three or four episodes, listen to those episodes because we're talking about the value of these systems related to the business process operation in a call center. We're talking about the, uh, uh, the direct uh, agent operation of these systems in a call center. All of these go back to making the agent's Feel better, more engaged, and have more, for lack of a better word, agency in their own role, which improves retention, which improves employee morale, which improves relationship on the phone, and that's that's really what we're getting to here, right? What are the tools that you can give these people to make them feel more secure in a job that is often thankless?
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. And like I said earlier, it's when you're going from call to call, the more time that you're spending on on doing. whatever the customer needs you to do so like like i said so for example if it's four minutes that you've got which is your your set average handling time from your organization and you're having to rush within that time to find the information over time what's happening is there's added levels of stress um you want to do the best for the customer but you've got the constraints of what the company has has set as the aht and obviously you've got to meet that so the 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 time that you should be spending with the customer is quality time. And for that, you need all of the tools at your disposal in the moment in order to do that. So speeding up the ability to do that, that's one of the more rewarding parts of, of what we do. It's It's making sure that agents have actually got the support that they need.
0: I imagine after integrations like these are made, you see other savings in terms of Integration of new agents, uh, you know, onboarding, churn, that sort of a thing. Do you do you see those, or am I just making up those um, ideals?
1: No, you definitely do. With knowledge management, I think that it's the bedrock of any organization. You need knowledge management, um, and especially when you can add knowledge management through the onboarding journey. So um, an example I can give you from from what I've done personally myself, I worked for an organization where we basically implemented Right Answers. And at that point, there was a three-week training journey. So the agents would have to come in, they would have to learn First, the systems, they would have to learn um, all of the call etiquette that that the company wanted them to have. And then you had to go in and learn about every single call type. So obviously that three week period, the cognitive load that was on um, new start agents through training uh, was high. And then when they went onto the floor, it's a case of you'd have to employ more floor walkers to support those agents because they didn't know 100% what, what the answers were. They would have to put their hand up and obviously someone would have to come and help them. And that consolidation period of six weeks of having people dedicated to help new agents And then after that, you'd have the managers that would have to um, take time out of what they're doing to support these agents. You can see that there's a cost involved in that because the call length is then growing. And that's where obviously the the call volumes will start growing higher. So in that particular organization, what we were able to do is work with learning and development and reduce the time of, of training. So From a three-week journey, we were able to cut that down to a week and a half. So they'd still have the systems training and the compliance training that they needed. They'd still have all of the soft skill training that they needed to take calls. After that, it was really quite simple that when you're going through, the first thing that you're going to now teach them about the knowledge that they need is you give them access to the knowledge base and you show them where all of the knowledge sits. So By going in and doing that search, what you've been able to do is reduce the amount of time that it takes, not only in the training room, because you don't have to sit there and coach them through each scenario and try it, Once you've used the system and you've got the soft skills, you can go through role play. You can throw any scenario at that agent. And as long as they know how to use the knowledge base, there's a comprehensive knowledge article that can take them step by step through each one of the processes. And there you go. You've saved time. You've got that agent from walking through the door the first day of training in one and a half weeks, they're on the floor through into that consolidation period. Now, in that consolidation period, again, what you've done is you've reduced the need to have, let's say if there's a ratio of uh, one agent who is a skilled agent working with three uh, new agents and you've got a team of 30, you can see how that you're going to start to reduce that, the number of people that you would need. So now you can actually take that by half if you need to. You can even reduce that even further. As long as they've got access to the knowledge base and they've got all of the information that they need at their fingertips, you really don't need that many people to come and help them um, with, with the issues. Obviously, with complex issues, I would still recommend that you do have support within a consolidation period. So you've, you've then allowed those more senior agents and those skilled agents to be back on the phones, helping customers, again, improving the efficiency of the contact center through that onboarding process as well. And even long term, the confidence that someone will have knowing that, right, there's a genie in the bottle right next to me. Anytime sure. that I need an answer, it's there.
0: I imagine you drop a front end on this and you're deflecting a lot of calls that customers can self-support. And now you're reserving the more significant sort of, I'll say, brand impactful support scenarios for the people on the phones. Yeah. And they're better equipped to handle it
1: exactly exactly and that's what that's the other side where we look at connected knowledge as well and you 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 mentioned that quite rightly is is customer self service support so once you've once you've been able to to create knowledge articles and again um they they could be different from from department to department they could be different for product to product but once you've connected your your self service site in with your knowledge as well You've now got the ability to run that self service. So, um, obviously, the more customers that use a self service site, and whether that's a a website which has got the knowledge integrated in there, whether that's a chat bot or live chat, you can see that all of the channels that you would need information from, it's going to be consistent because it's all coming from the same place, but it's all connected into each one of the platforms um, that a customer might want to use. And you're right that. Once you've mastered the self-service part of uh, connected knowledge and giving the, the the knowledge to customers directly, then what you're getting coming into your inbound center are the more complex calls or the calls where a customer res- wants more reassurance. Um, we know that the, the drive from organizations is to go as much self-service as possible and try to cut the amount of people that are on the phones. But again, I go back to that point that we made very early on in this um, in this podcast, is that the jobs of customer service agents, anyone who's picked up a headset, they are there. There's a certain type of person that can be very, very successful in that role, and that's by giving that reassurance. So if you've if you've got conflicting knowledge that is basically going out. Um, on a website it's not connected to your your knowledge sources internally then that's where the disconnect comes and obviously it's harder for those agents to do their job and uh, give that information whereas if your knowledge that you're consuming on self-service is consistent to what you might then use on a chatbot and is exactly the same as when you come through to an agent that customer is more likely to trust your self-service offerings uh, the next time that they have a question that they want to they, they want to get answered so it's it's a quite it's it's complex but it is quite easy at the same time as well sure. and the mastery of that is where um again I would say that with upland and with right answers we've got a team of experts that has done this time and time again. Well,
0: we need to talk about Right Answers, obviously, not only because I feel Mm -hmm. like you've dropped Right Answers as a product for anybody who's listening to this coming at us, not using Right Answers. We need to know from you, Stint, what is it? And we need to know about Right Answers X.
1: Exactly. And that is the evolution of where we go to connected knowledge. So Right Answers, for anyone who doesn't know, it's a best in breed uh, knowledge management solution. Uh, We've got a very powerful uh, AI-enabled search um, which can crawl all of the different repositories that you may have within your organization, and it will deliver the results back into one window. Like we've been speaking about, the integration part of that is we can integrate out of the box into all of the the top um, ITSM and CRM solutions that are out there. So think of your your Salesforce, um, Microsoft Dynamics, Genesis. Um, ServiceNow, Jira, Zendesk, so and many, many more as well. I've, I've got to say. So obviously, if you go to the website, there's a long list of the integrations that we've got. Now, so that is there. It's something that um, that many customers have used. Many users, millions of users across the world have have, have used that particular system. Um, but we've we've now evolved it, and with the connected knowledge management strategy in mind, uh, Right Answers X is now a way that you can do a um you can get integrations into any web app or a a crm or itsm tool that is web-based and most of them are now so with cloud computing obviously that's the way that everything's going so instead of spending um thousands and thousands of dollars on each one of those integrations which was previously what had to be done. And obviously, with each integration, there was the the cost of having an integration team on both sides working on the integration to make it work. What we've now got with Right Answers X is we've got the same functionality that we would have in a hard-coded uh, integration into any one of these systems, but now it's something that is done through a uh, a web extension, so a browser extension. So mm-hmm. w- what you're then doing is... You're cutting all of the costs that you need to integrate without having um, any kind of compromise on the functionality that you would have to deliver that knowledge into each one of these platforms. Now, let's just say, for example, um, that it goes one step further than that. You've got a, you've got an agent. They're on the phone and they use five different systems uh, in their in their line of work. They've got a CRM. Um, let's just say that Salesforce, but they've also got two other systems that they need to use that are web apps, and they've got a couple of support sites that they use on a daily basis. Now, in order to get uh, integrations into each one of them, previously, like I said, that would be thousands of dollars for each one to integrate that. The beauty of Right Answers Xs is now that will work across all of those different systems. So once it's been set up, and that is as simple as a push from your internal IT team into into all of your, your workers across the organization. And it's not even just call centers, uh, contact centers. It could be anyone. Once it's been pushed out, it's then basically connected up that you can use the knowledge from Right Answers X in any one of those systems. So if you are in Salesforce at the moment and the case has come in and you're just working on it, you've got the information that's pulling the the search term from the description of the case description. You've got that, you've worked on it, but now there's another element that you need to work on in system Y and system Z. Once you've gone into those, again, you've got exactly the same functionality in those systems. So what it's kind of doing is it's untethering the the knowledge from just being in one place but it's now giving it in your line of sight in any application or support site that you use and again with uh, right answers x we've it's been designed and it's been developed in a way that we've got those out-of-the-box integrations as well so a simple three-step process to install it it's easy to to get the knowledge like i said with um with pulling from either the case descriptions or the titles on the pages that you're on Um, and then if you find knowledge in a place so let's just say for example that you've you've got this you remember that there was a powerpoint deck that one of your colleagues sent six months ago that had some valuable information on the subject that you're speaking to that customer about you've gone in there but now you want to create a knowledge article from there Quite simply, you're going to highlight the the, the area of knowledge that you need. And just by the click of a button, you're able to then send that into the authoring tool as well. So to continuously improve and add knowledge in the moment, Right Answers X is perfect for that as well. You're a pretty even keeled
0: guy just talking to you. But I imagine as a guy with as much call center management as you have, That inside your brain does fireworks when you think about this integration, right? Like this is this seems like a fantastic, a fantastic evolution of the tool. Shouldn't you be shouting at this point?
1: It 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 (laughs) is an absolute absolute game changer, and obviously I could speak for hours just on on the work that has been done by all of the team to get it to this point. It is honestly because it again on so many levels. The amount of money that can be saved by an organization when they're going through an implementation with uh, with knowledge management, and where they want to have connected knowledge in the in the in the most efficient way, there is only one tool that I would ever recommend. And obviously, I'm 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 not I'm not just saying that because I I work here at Upland with Right Answers, but again, like I said, I've been in an organization where I've bought. And I've been through a vendor selection to look at different knowledge management tools. If this product, as Right Answers X, was available when I purchased Right Answers, I can guarantee you right now that the results that we would have had in that organization would have been tenfold to where we are right now. And that is, um, yeah, I I, I don't know what more I can say beyond that on that.
0: I I think it does speak for itself. It's extraordinary. Uh, Stan. thank you. Last question.
1: When? Um, we launched it very early on this year, uh, towards the end of last year, actually. Okay. So it's it's available. We've had customers that have been using it, and um, what we're now doing is we're going for a, a second, uh, more a broader launch, let's say, because we have okay. added uh, quite a bit of functionality into it. So um, at the beginning of September, we will be going with a big bang launch for uh, Right Answers X. There will be loads of um, loads of things that we're doing around that as well. Um, so just. Keep your ears peeled, um, keep keep your eyes open and check the website for more details. And we have all kinds of links
0: in the show notes. If you swipe up in the show notes, you can find out more about Right Answers and Right Answers X and uh, more information on connected knowledge, of course. And we also have a feedback form in there. If you want to send us questions, send questions for Stin or any of our past guests, you can drop in the feedback form that'll come straight into the show and we will get it answered on an upcoming episode. So Stin, thank you so much for hanging out with me for this last half hour and sharing your enthusiasm for Right
1: Answers and Connected Knowledge. Thank you, Pete. It's been my absolute pleasure.
0: And we appreciate all of you for downloading and listening to this show. Thank you for your time and your attention. We'd love to hear what you think. Again, swipe up in your show notes, look for that feedback link, send us questions, and we'll get them answered. On behalf of Steen Matu, I'm Pete Wright, and we'll see you right back here next time on Connected Knowledge.